Hey, welcome to the Word Weaver podcast, a place dedicated to the powerful web words weave and the deep layers they uncover. Here you'll find a compilation of tips, tricks, and words of wisdom from writers, authors, creatives, and entrepreneurs. Basically, cool people doing cool things in the world and how they've used words as weapons of mass creation and inspiration. You'll also hear from me, your host, Louise Johnson. I'm a former marketing maven in New York and Switzerland. I left a lucrative job to follow my dream of becoming a writer. It's a never-ending journey, so I figured we should all be in it together. I've learned a lot along the way, but it's a constant evolution. My favorite part is how little by little, letters turn into words, words become sentences, sentences become paragraphs, and before you know it, you've created something from nothing. And whenever that happens in life, it's nothing short of magic. So grab a coffee or a glass of wine, and let's dive into today's chapter. Hello, welcome back to the Word Weaver podcast. I believe this episode is going live the day before Christmas Eve, so happy Christmas Eve, Eve. I hope everyone's having an amazing holiday season, even though 2020 has been the craziest year of them all. I hope you get some time to relax and reflect on how far you truly have come, especially given the circumstances that no one could have predicted of this pandemic. On today's episode, I'm going to be sharing six ways of how you can incorporate more reading into your life. I've weirdly gotten asked this question a lot, not in like a blogger way, like, oh, so many people ask me a million questions. I've, just, I've gotten asked a few times of how I'm able to get through so many books and balance all of my work life activities while getting through a significant number of books in a month and in a year. And first, I just want to say it does not matter how many books you get through. It's quality over quantity when it comes to reading. There's absolutely no competition. If you read one book in a year, that's incredible in itself. So don't hold yourself up to this crazy standard of I have to read 100 books in a year. There are so many reasons why I love reading and it's a really important part of my self-care practice on a daily basis. It's a way for me to unwind, relax, calm my mind, and escape into a completely different world. The reason most people have stopped reading or incorporating it into their daily life really comes down to technology, social media, our cell phones. There's always something pinging at our attention. So our attention spans are shot. Sitting down to read a book, if you're starting to do that for the first time, after a while of not reading, it's gonna be challenging. Your brain is going to think of your to-do list, the laundry, the dinner you have to cook, every other task, and you'll feel guilty for sitting there. Reading for me is a form of meditation. It's a way for me to come back to my true self, but also I love reading for all of the knowledge that I gain. It expands my perspective on the world. I can put myself into somebody else's shoes or just learn about a historic event that I might never have known about before or taken the time to research. So the next time you sit down to read and you feel guilty or pulled in a million different directions, just take a breath and remind yourself that you're doing yourself a great service. We go to the gym to work out our bodies and reading is a form of working out your mind. That being said, I do understand we all only have 24 hours in the day. We need to sleep, we need to eat, spend time with our loved ones. And especially as you get older, those adult responsibilities can kind of take over. 
I am not at a stage in my life where I have kids right now, so I know that my reading time, my leisure time will definitely dip at some point if I choose to have a family someday. But I do think no matter what your schedule, no matter what stage of life you're in, there are always ways to find little pockets to incorporate more reading into your life. As soon as you're aware of them, you'll be more mindful of picking up that book and starting to make it a daily habit. I've definitely gone through a lot of reading slumps and I'm sure I'll go through many more in my lifetime, but these are practices that I always like to come back to when I want to read more. So the first game changer for my reading life has been incorporating audiobooks. Initially, I was really hesitant to start listening to audiobooks. I'm a tangible, visual person. I love holding a book in my hands, flipping the page. I just always thought audiobooks were never something I would get into. I was pretty late to the game, if I'm honest. But then through my local library, I realized I could hook it up to an app on my phone and get audiobooks directly to my phone like a podcast. And every single day, I try to get in 10,000 steps, usually in the morning on good days. So I'll go for a walk, listen to a podcast, and it makes getting my steps in with a cup of coffee a really enjoyable practice for me. But then I ran out of great podcasts to listen to, and I got a nonfiction book downloaded from my local library as an audiobook, and I could have kept walking for hours because I just didn't want the book to end. So that got me onto the habit of listening to my audiobook while I was doing other mundane tasks around the house, like doing laundry, meal prepping, chopping vegetables, making the bed, cleaning the bathtub, cleaning the bathroom. I would just prop up the audiobook so I could multitask and do other things while I was also quote-unquote reading. So that's one great way if you're a really busy person, you want to try to read more books, you have a huge TBR pile, especially nonfiction books, I really recommend in audiobook form. It kind of sounds like a podcast, but you're getting through a book. Maybe once the world resumes a bit of normalcy and we start going back to the office, on your commute to work, while you're walking the dog, doing the dishes... I found audiobooks to be a really great complement to my reading life. The second way you can start to read more is by implementing the two-minute rule. This is especially great if you're just getting back into the habit or want to start reading more, but your phone is a lot more enticing to scroll through right before bed. Keep a book on your bedside table and implement the two-minute rule, which means you set a timer and you pick up the book and you read for exactly two minutes, then you put your bookmark in and you stop. A, you'll feel really accomplished that you read for at least two minutes and you inched your way forward in a book. It doesn't matter how fast you're reading it, at least you made progress. And of course, you'll find that once you hit that two-minute mark, sometimes you want to keep reading. The book is really good. You might want to get to the end of the chapter. It's just a way to start honing that muscle. Or if you're really tired at the end of the day and you feel like, oh, I just can't be bothered to read for two minutes, Try implementing the one-page rule. Literally, just read one page and then put a bookmark in. It's really just a way to make reading a consistent practice. The third way that makes me excited to read more books in my busy life is that I make it a fun game by tracking it in my daily habit tracker. I'll get a star sticker for every day that I read, and I don't like to break that streak. So even if I read just one page, I still get to color that in on my little habit tracker in my agenda or you can give yourself a star sticker on a calendar. It makes the process of reading a fun thing that you look forward to. 
The fourth way to start reading more is my sticky note method. This is where you can visually see how many pages you need to finish to complete a book. If a book is 315 pages long, which is a pretty average size book, that might seem overwhelming when you're trying to sit down and read more. You're like, I'm never going to get through this. But maybe you want to see if you can finish a book in a week, in seven days. So you divide 315 by seven, got to do a little math, and that would be 45 pages that you have to read every day to finish that book in a week. Then you can take little sticky notes, you know, the little small ones in different colors, and physically tab off 45 page chunks in your book and put that on your nightstand or your coffee table, wherever you'll see it to pick it up and read. And you can even write on the sticky note day one, day two, day three, or the days of the week that you have to get to those points. It makes it, again, a fun game and you're inching towards finishing that book. Then again, if seven days finishing a whole book in a week is crazy, especially with a very busy schedule, if you are a parent, I understand that that would be a little bit crazy to start adding onto your plate. But maybe break that 315-page book down into a month. You want to read it in 30 days. So that would be about 10 and a half pages a day. And you can do five in the morning with your cup of coffee, five pages at night. That is definitely doable. It won't take you that long. But again, tab off each of those 10-page sections with different colored sticky notes so you can see where you have to hit for that month. The fifth way to read more is pick a topic or a genre that you actually enjoy, not what's popular or trending. If you like steamy romance novels like Fifty Shades of Grey or a raunchy beach read, pick up one of those books and get you back into that reading for pleasure. I find sometimes that's why we fall off of the reading bandwagon is because we're trying to read the top 10 New York Times bestsellers or what our friends are recommending to us and everybody's tastes are different. Reading is so subjective. So you can fall out of love with reading when you haven't read something that you really enjoyed for a long time. So pick a topic that you really, really love and find a book on that subject. And then lastly, my sixth tip for incorporating more reading into your busy life is to reread an old faithful, an old classic. For me, that is Harry Potter. If I'm ever in a reading slump or I haven't read something that really caught my attention in a while, I'll go back and reread Harry Potter. It's a story that never gets old for me. I love the writing. I love the world. And it makes me fall back in love with the process of sitting down with a really great book. Joan Didion is another author that I will revisit time and time again when I really just want to read something that I relate to, that resonates with me, that I enjoy picking up and that I know I won't get bored with. It's kind of that feeling where you want to throw something on the TV, but you don't know what to put on next, and you'll throw on reruns of Gilmore Girls or Seinfeld or Friends because it's comforting. It's kind of the same principle of rereading what I call an old faithful to get you back into that zone. So just to quickly high-level recap those six ways you can incorporate more reading into your life. The first is using audiobooks. The second is the two-minute rule. The third is giving yourself a star sticker or a reward in your daily habit tracker, one you read every single day. 
The fourth is using sticky notes to chunk off different sections to get through a book and visually see the finish line. The fifth way is to pick a topic you actually enjoy, not what's popular. And the sixth is to revisit an old faithful. I hope these tips were helpful and give you the confidence to start implementing a reading habit into your daily life if it's something that you want to do more of. That's it for today's episode of the Word Weaver podcast. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes, screenshot and share it on social media, and be sure to check out the show notes at louiseclairjohnson.com slash podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Word Weaver podcast. Until next time. You call it substance over style.